This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. Okay, this is literally going to be a difficult episode to record because I am in such a blah mood lately, and I know everybody else is too. I don't know what it is. I was like, is it because my period is coming? Um, Is it the weather? I'm not sure, but I have no creative juices. I have no motivation. I'm just a bump on the log. I still kind of sound weird. I don't know what's happening. My cough is a lot better. My sinuses are clear. So I don't know if this is just my new voice or what. Um, Maybe I need surgery on my vocal cords. I don't know. Anyways, my husband happens to be off today. We were supposed to be flying to Quebec today for three nights. We were going to go stay at the Fairmont in Montebello. It's the cutest hotel, especially at Christmas time because they have this huge lobby with like a big stone fireplace in the middle and they decorate for Christmas and it's just so lovely. So we were going to stay there with some friends for three nights And then because of the new variant of COVID and just like the rise in cases and the fact that we have to fly there, uh, a drive with a toddler would be way too long. We decided to cancel because Milo still, he won't wear a mask for any length of time. So I was just like, is it really worth, you know, going to the airport, flying just to go stay at a hotel for three nights? I wish we could have gone, but now look, like he's not feeling well. He still has a really bad cough and a runny nose. So we wouldn't have been able to go anyways. So there you go. Um, so instead, what we did was we booked a hotel in downtown Toronto on Friday. And now I don't even know if we'll be able to go do that because we'll have to see how Milo is. Um, it's so weird because he was fine when we went up north to my parents' place and then out of nowhere on our drive home, we drove back on Monday, he just like started coughing again. And it was like, okay, we're back 
to being sick, I guess. Like so bizarre, so frustrating because I feel like we can't do anything. Anytime we plan anything, it gets canceled. I have a hair appointment tomorrow. We were supposed to go to the hotel on Friday and I'm sure we're not going to be able to do that anymore either. My husband's parents are flying in from Vancouver on Monday. So I'm just hoping everybody's healthy and we're happy and we have a nice little Christmas. Um, But yeah, knock on wood, fingers crossed. I know so many people were messaging me saying that they too have had a cough forever and everybody's feeling blah. And I was thinking about it and it's like we feel like we're on the other side of COVID kind of because, you know, we're not in full-blown quarantine. So I feel like especially this Christmas, we have all these expectations like finally we're going to be able to, you know, have a Christmas like we are used to having or whatever you celebrate, holiday, like gathering with family and, you know, that kind of stuff because last year it was literally just us by ourselves. Um, And so we have these expectations and we're all excited about the holidays, yet, you know, everybody's sick and you can't live your life with a cough anymore. Um, You know, it's not like I can go out Christmas shopping or take Milo to the grocery store just because he has a little cough. No, you can't because people look at you like you're crazy. Um, so yeah, it's it's frustrating. It's like now it's the season where everybody is sick all the time. And if you have a sniffle, you can't leave your house. You, you like can no longer resume life. You might as well just be in quarantine because you have a sniffle or a cough. Um, so yeah, it's really frustrating and having family fly in, like now you're concerned about them being exposed to something on the flight and it's just, it's too much. It's too much. And it's like, you want to resume life as it was, but then you're also like, "Hmm, is it really worth it? You know, like for us going to Quebec, like, is it really worth it? No, I guess not. And then you just cancel. Like, I feel like that's my life now is just canceling things because I'm like, hmm, not worth it. So anyways, super frustrating. Um, If you are also at home with sick kids, if you're not feeling well, I feel for you because it is not fun. Um, Today's episode is about holidays with kids. Um, If you're interested episode seven, so way back at the beginning, is all about why taking your child on a holiday is not relaxing at all. Because I recorded that episode after taking Milo on a five-day little holiday up north to my parents' place. Um, And so he was a lot younger at that time. So it was even worse, you know, because it's like, you have this expectation that you're going to go on a holiday and it's going to be so enjoyable and relaxing. But if you have a child, especially a younger child, it is anything but that. Um, Especially when they're at the age where they're walking around and they're just like a 24-7 hazard and you feel like you can't look away for a second. When you bring them on holiday, you are now taking them out of your child-proofed environment. Okay, so... It was 
10 times worse going somewhere else where now you have a million things to think about. Um, You know, especially we were at the cottage. So there's like water, there's, you know, hills and there's all kinds of stuff. So if you're interested, go listen to that one. Um, Maybe you can relate to that. So yeah, this episode is more so about the holidays. And I thought about doing this topic after someone in our family was like, oh, you need to loosen up on the rules over the holidays. Like he's going to have to stay up later than his like regular bedtime. And I was like, okay, he'll probably stay up later just naturally because we're going to be busy and we're probably going to have dinner later and you know all those things so he probably would stay up a little bit later anyways but I was like him staying up later for someone else's enjoyment like I understand you want to spend time with him and you will you'll get plenty of opportunity to spend time with him but him staying up later like screws my husband and me over when do we get a chance to relax. I cannot relax until he is sleeping in bed. Um, Also, when you keep them up too late, and I learned this at my parents' place, they turn into a Tasmanian devil. Um, He did not get a good sleep the first night at my parents' place. And the next night when he was super overtired and I tried to put him to bed, he lost his goddamn mind. It was unbelievable, Um, laughable, actually. Like it was, it was nuts. So, you know, staying up a little bit past his bedtime, I get it. But too much past his bedtime then makes him overtired. And who's going to be the one upstairs struggling to get him down when he's overtired and now refusing bedtime? It's going to be myself and my husband. So when you ask parents of young kids to keep the kids up late, like it's special, it's a holiday. It's like, yeah, to a certain extent, but also I don't want to completely ruin the entire holiday either. And I would like my husband and I to be able to have a few hours in the evening to just relax and enjoy ourselves as well. Because, you know, if Milo's misbehaving, if Milo you know, needs to now go up and have a bath and it's 9 p.m., who do you think, or like do bedtime routine, who do you think is going to go have to do that? It's going to be us. So we would like to, you know, put him to bed at a decent time so that now we can come down and have a couple glasses of wine and enjoy ourselves. Also, who's going to get up with him at six in the morning when he gets up? And putting, like we all know, it's well known that kids that go to bed late, they do not sleep in, okay? They do not have that capacity. They don't understand. They are going to get up when they usually wake up. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. 
We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner... I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals, so you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding, and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. 
you quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right, the quality is unmatched, you are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night and I am obsessed. Along with incredible shampoo and conditioner, they have an intensive repair treatment that you can use once a week. They also have a lightweight hair oil. There's a leave-in treatment and there's also a glossing detangling which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair is too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at www.lolav.com slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L-O-L-A-V-I-E. So now he's gone to bed later. We've struggled to put him down because he's overtired and he's a nightmare we haven't gotten to enjoy ourselves at all um, or relax, have a couple glasses of wine, nothing. And like actually talk to and visit with the people that are over, like family and friends. And now we're not, you know, we're up at six dealing with now a tired toddler in the morning. So it's just not fair. Like you need to think about the parents in the situation before you start requesting that their kids stay up late. So the episode title is The Good, The Bad, The Annoying. So some of the good things about holidays with children, and it's so weird because once you have kids, the entire focus of the holidays shifts. Like it's not about you anymore. Like I don't care about presents for me or presents for anybody else. It's all about Milo. So That's kind of the whole exciting part about the holidays for us is tailoring it to make him happy, to make him excited and start traditions with him. So it's all about obviously seeing the excitement on their faces, like watching them open gifts and, you know, decorating cookies and opening the stocking and all those kinds of things. Some traditions, we didn't really have that many traditions in my family. Like we always did Christmas Eve dinner at my mamera's house. We would have like this big dinner and oftentimes we would open gifts with that side of our family um, all evening. So we'd be up like super late um, having dinner and then the next morning, Christmas morning, we would do it like smaller and it would be our immediate family opening gifts. Um, and my mamere and Dan, my grandpa, would come over uh, and open gifts as well. And then we'd usually have like a brunch on Christmas Day. So yeah, watch movies and stuff like that. So that is kind of how I grew up doing Christmas. Um, we'll probably have a similar... It's so weird because now there's like my husband's parents and then there's my family and we're all in different places. So 
a couple Christmases ago, we were in Vancouver. And so we kind of do Christmas with my family on a different date. This year, we were planning on doing it at New Year's Eve. But again, I'm not sure if that's going to happen because now we're just kind of playing it by ear and seeing how things go with COVID and with people being sick and whatnot. Um, So yeah, that is probably what we'll do this year. We're having family. My husband's parents are coming and his cousins are going to come over. So we're going to do Christmas day here. So that'll be nice doing a dinner and whatnot. But anyways, so that's the good part of the holidays is seeing your kids excited and getting to spend time with family and just it's not about you anymore. So it's definitely all about them. Okay, the bad, I've already kind of went on a rant about one of them, you know, people expecting that your children stay up late. Um, The bad is also it's not relaxing it's actually usually stressful and overstimulating and you know there's so many different things going on and you want everything to be perfect and you have all these expectations of what the day is going to be like and then most often as anything when we have all these expectations it doesn't end up being that way and then you can be left to be a little bit disappointed sometimes um so yeah I've learned to just like lower my expectations and not have these big grand expectations for holidays and birthdays and things like that. Um, Another thing is if you're not home for the holidays, sleeping arrangements with kids can be very stressful and chaotic. Um, It's always difficult, like especially for us because Milo needs his own room and his own space to sleep. So sometimes that is not always an option. So that is super stressful. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that for our trip to Quebec, I bought him like this little toddler mattress and then a blackout tent from like a camping store to put the toddler mattress in the tent in the hotel room. I don't like it sucks that we're not going cuz I'm really curious if that would have worked. Probably not. But anyways, even if he did fall asleep on the bed, we could move him to his toddler mattress. But anyways, another brutal thing, which I already mentioned, is safety. If you have kids where they're at the age where they're constantly hurting themselves, that's stressful because then you literally cannot look away for a second when you're not in your own baby-proofed environment. So that can be stressful. Um holidays with kids by the evenings and this goes for any holiday like even a vacation let's say by the evening you think finally they're in bed and now I can enjoy myself um you know many people will want to sit and have drinks and like visit with friends and family but for me anyways by the time Milo would go to bed I was exhausted And it's like, I almost wanted to go to bed too and just be in a dark room and have zero stimulation. Kind of like how I do at home. I go up to bed early in the dark, watch my housewives and go to bed. So it's hard to like break out of that routine. Um, Also because you know that you're going to be up at six in the morning and probably nobody else is, but you're going to be up. So while you're trying to enjoy yourself in the evening and stay up a bit later and like visit with people in the back of your mind, you're also like, (laughs) 
I'm going to be up at six and having to take care of a toddler, you know? So I would like to have a good sleep. I don't want to be hungover. So I don't really want to drink. So all these things come into play and maybe I'm like overthinking it, but I'm sure there's people out there that are like, oh my God, I feel the exact same way. And then people think that you're not being fun because they're like, oh, come on, have a drink, like stay up with us. Like we're going to play games. And it's like, I would love to. Sounds glorious. Um, Are you going to take care of my toddler in the morning? Because it's hard and I want to have a good sleep. It's like people have these expectations of, you know, your children and what you're going to let them do because it's the holidays, but also on you as well. Like, oh, come on, like you got to stay up, have some drinks like this and that. And it's like, yeah, that sounds great, but you're not the one that's going to be up at six you know, being yelled at to make someone waffles. So you have to kind of have, like, put yourself in the parents' shoes during the holidays. Um, And then at the same time, like, they're super busy. Like, we're trying to make this a special day, a special time for our kids. And so you don't want to be tired and exhausted the next day, especially not hungover. Oh, my God. So anywho, one last thing I will mention I noticed that I'm like losing my voice. This is funny. And I thought about this as I was making notes for this episode, but a few, maybe like a few months ago when we were visiting my parents' place um, up north, you know, northern Ontario, um, we were sitting around the fire and people were getting ready to leave, my mamere and my grandpa me, my parents were there, my sister, like, I don't know, there was a few of us. And it was the evening, it was starting to get dark. And so they were going to head out and we were um, sitting around the fire and roasting marshmallows. And my mamere was like, Milo is not good at goodbyes. He's just not like he'll, he's the happiest guy ever. Like when he's like meeting someone or like, as soon as we get to someone's house, like he's all excited and like, The goodbye is different. He doesn't want to say goodbye to people. He doesn't want to hug people. He doesn't even want to look people in the eye. Like even when we leave my mom's house, like when we drove home on Monday, she was like standing by the car door when I was getting him in his car seat and he didn't even want to look at her. He was just like, no, no. And I was like, yeah, he just doesn't want to say goodbye. Like he's not good at goodbyes, whatever. So anyways, when we were sitting around the fire, my mamere was like, Milo, like, can I have a hug? Like, my mare's leaving. And he was like, no, no. Like, he didn't want her to come give her a hug or anything. And I was like, no, like, he doesn't want to. Um, And then my grandpa was like, oh, Milo, you're going to make my mare sad. And I was like, it's one of these situations where you can just, like, not say anything or you can just nip it in the bud, like, right away and just explain in a nice way why you don't want someone saying something or, you know, that, no, if he doesn't want to give a hug or say goodbye, like he doesn't have to. So when my grandpa said that, it was so funny. We were laughing so hard because I was like, don't say that. And he's like, why? And I was like, I don't want Milo to think that he's responsible for my mamere being upset because he doesn't want to give her a hug. Like, that's not like, don't put that on a toddler. Like, if he doesn't want to hug someone goodbye, like, that's fine. He doesn't have to. And everybody started laughing so hard because that is just something that I would say because I always speak my mind and will, you know, address something right in the situation. And he was laughing and 
you know, maybe he was offended. I don't know. Probably not. But he was probably just like, oh, here we go. Like PhD in psychology. I can't say, you know, this or that. And it was funny. We kind of made a joke about it. But it's it's one of those things. And it, I'm sure it happens all the time. People do it all the time. And even sometimes I catch myself saying something like that, like, oh, mommy's going to be sad. And then I'm like, no, like stop right there. So if your kids are not good at goodbyes either, there's just, you know, a tool you can put in your toolbox um, if you want to address someone saying something like that. Um, you don't have to be like snarky about it, just, but it's important to say something because people don't know, like these are very common things that people say, but if you're uncomfortable with it and you don't want them to be like forced to give a hug or give someone a kiss goodbye, then just speak up about it and just say like, oh no, like if he doesn't want to, like we're not, we don't make him like give hugs or anything. Like that's fine. Like you're an adult, get over it basically. So anywho, that's, those are my thoughts. I'm happy that I was able to record this episode because it was not looking good. I'm in such a blah mood, but I always find that once I start talking, then I can just talk forever except for when my voice starts to give out. So thank you guys, obviously, so much for listening. If you don't already follow the podcast on Instagram, make sure that you do. It is at themomroompodcast.com. No. Oh my God. What am I saying? It's at themomroompodcast on Instagram. Um, Subscribe to the YouTube, YouTube channel. We are putting all kinds of video clips on the YouTube channel. You can just search Renee Rena on YouTube. Um, and then, yeah, I'm on TikTok and Instagram at Renee Rena with the little underscore thingamabob. And that is it for me. Um, wish me luck, you know, home with a sick toddler, having to cancel every plan we freaking make. And yeah, we'll see. So that's it for, for me. Um, I feel like I'm just like rambling now. My dogs are sleeping on the couch beside me. I can hear Milo yelling upstairs good times. So yeah, I think this is the, oh my God, this is the last solo episode of the year. Of the year? Maybe not of the year. I don't know, guys. I think it is of the year. So there will be an episode on Tuesday. It is fabulous. It is with um, a psychiatrist and we talk all about ADHD in kids and women, like how it's underdiagnosed in women. It's so fascinating. Um, So that is out on Tuesday. And then next Thursday, there is no solo episode. And then the following week, there's no episode at all because I decided this year to take a little bit of a break, which is, you know, now I'm happy that I decided to do that because I am in a blah mood and maybe I just need to recharge my batteries. So yeah, hopefully my TikTok shadow ban is lifted soon because that is really frustrating and, you know, it's difficult. I make my videos in TikTok. So it's hard to have motivation to even open the app and like make content, which sounds so crazy. And it is like this psychological thing, but it's definitely real. So anywho, that is it for me. I hope your children sleep tonight and do not keep them up late if you don't want to. And yeah, stand up for yourself and your boundaries over the holiday season. And I wish everyone a lovely holiday and I will see you on social media, of course. Are you looking for a podcast that'll make you laugh? You came to the wrong place. That's not us. That's not us. (laughs) 
Well, it is. We are a husband and wife who chat about raw, real relationship yeah, topics. like sex. Like money. Like marriage and kids. But we're not afraid to talk about how your newborn baby probably isn't as cute as you think it is. If you're in need of entertainment while you're driving to work, because that sucks, we can join you in the suckage, kind of like being in your ear. Not physically. So if you want to laugh, come check us come out. Come check us out. Brought to you by the Laughing Couple Podcast. Ha, <laughs> ha,